Gossip at the Corpse Cart contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Gossip at the Corpse Cart. What? I love these episodes. Me too. They're fun. They're They're fun. fun Fresh. They're fresh. They're They're new. We wine and crime gals talk about just some interesting recent shit headlines. Mm -hmm. Maybe some safety tips, mm-hmm. which we'll mm-hmm. get to. Uh-oh. Oh, maybe okay. some of the embarrassing shit all of you have done and yeah. for some reason decided to tell us about. Oh, Are yeah. Are you all okay? <laughs> no, literally no. I don't think anyone has had a normal sexual encounter. <laughs> no, ever. According, or poop. According Honestly, to the emails we receive. These are very <laughs> validating to know that I'm not the only one who's yeah. also never had a normal poop or sexual encounter. Yep. <laughs> all not, these not confessions are secretly from Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine <sighs> if all of these confessions were just us? I mean, well, I can imagine that, actually. I really um, can. <laughs> Amanda just has no shame. So yeah. she has no real... Yeah. Like, I have no reason to hide behind yeah. anonymity. <laughs> right. Yeah. We actually no do reason. our confessions as quick anecdotes in every regular yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Big I hard, have yeah. no secrets and no. none. None. I have no secrets. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, v- us without secrets. I'm Lucy. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Kenyon. I'm Amanda. That's my secret. Oh, God. Yeah, that is my confession. Mm. Let's uh, kick it off with some crazy headlines from Amanda. Well, oh I guess goodness. from all of you people. Yes, mm-hmm. I would love to take to take the wheel. <laughs> this first headline is like so wholesome and amazing, and just how drunk texting should always go. Oh god! <laughs> so this is out of Charleston, South Carolina, and it reads. Man drunk texts aquarium education phone number with philosophical ocean questions. <laughs> yes. Wait, I need that number. Don't yeah. worry, I will take care of that for you. And yes. I just feel like everybody should replace like whatever that X that you that always want to text when X. you're drunk. Just replace yeah. that phone number with the philosophical Aquarium. Aquarium education phone number. Seriously. Because they'll you respond. Can... <laughs> it's like on Duolingo when they're like, 15 minutes on Duolingo can teach you a language. What can 15 minutes on social media do? Ruin your same... life. It's the ruin same thing. Ruin your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drunk text to an ex can ruin your life. But mm-hmm. drunk text to an aquarium educator oh, I will mean. just enhance your life. It can oh. do nothing but enhance it. Quite literally. So this reads, the South Carolina Aquarium on Monday shared screenshots of messages sent to the Ask an Aquarium Educator number from a slightly inebriated but curious man. (laughs) The man who was, quote, currently at the corner of Market and Meeting Street asked the educator what the spot would have looked like 10,000 years ago before the area was settled by humans. (laughs) He then asked when the area was first settled by humans. His 
stream of consciousness then takes him to, quote, why do seahorses grab anything they can with their prehensile tail? Prehensile <laughs> tail. Wow. He's, and he's nailing it. He is nailing it. And quote, he's tailing it. Why should I only <laughs> eat oysters in months that contain the letter R? What? <laughs> is I, that a rule? I, no, I think it's just a drunk, a drunk music. Was he spelling all of these things correctly? Well, I have screenshots of the text on the drive, oh, which will be yes. on the blog. And so I can, can we go uh, look? yes, please. Some of these questions include, is there something unique to the low country that those who study marine life are fascinated by? On what subjects do marine biologists disagree? There yeah. must be things generally <laughs> agreed upon, but what theories are currently being debated? Also, why do seahorses grab anything they can with their prehensile tail? Why should I only eat oysters in the months that contain the letter R? Okay, uh, this guy has excellent questions. And excellent spelling. I'm shocked. Like, it, is this an NPR host? Probably. That just got turned up? I'm assuming this is, like, at night. Was mm -hmm. was he getting replies? Oh, yeah. Oh. They replied, hi, thank you for all of your questions, which, which started <laughs> coming in at, like, 9 p.m. and stopped at 12.05 a.m., which I love. <laughs> That's so... Cute. Um, okay. 10,000 years ago, South Carolina would have been, would have seen the end of the ice age. Blah, 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 blah. Something went extinct. There's also debate surrounding the purpose of keeled scales on snakes and many more. Seahorses like to use their tails to hold on because they aren't very good swimmers and they may get tossed around in currents if they aren't oh. holding on. Okay. As for oysters, this quote-unquote rule comes from the fact that bacteria that is harmful to humans is more likely to be present during the warmer seasons that do not end with an R. So it's true. So it's oh. real. Waiting for like the months. May, that... June, July, August. Right. So you want to start in September, <gasps> like the cooler months. Oh. How amazing. I never knew that. Waiting for the months that end with an R also allows for spat or baby oysters to reach an appropriate size for populations to recover before harvest. Now, all wow, these responses so came in at sustainable too. Exactly. All these, all, all these. Sorry, I'm came really in. into this. I am too. It's so wholesome. <laughs> uh, they responded the next morning, so these were not coming in at midnight. These mm -hmm. answers were coming in at ten o'clock the next day. To which the texter, the original texter, responded, thank you so much for all of your answers. My wife should be happy I drunk text aquariums and not other women. <laughs> <laughs> which, oh my God, the last message from the aquarium is, of course, thank you for all of your fun questions. Your wife is a turtly lucky lady. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love it. See, this I is totally this love is it. what a healthy relationship looks like. Oh, a thousand percent. Also, I could totally see any of our totally. spouses totally see any of yeah. our spouses either getting yeah. high or a little drunk and just texting an aquarium educator. Yeah. Absolutely. Although, uh, although yeah. I don't know if any of our spouses would ask such good questions. No, not <laughs> not in the aquarium space, but I feel like they would each have a different nerdy outlet. Like oh, yeah. burgers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bill likes to like DM this German photography, like YouTube educator guy. And <laughs> what the fuck? 
he yeah, already does this? Yes. He's like, well, he's, I mean, he's not drinking, but he's like really into this guy who teaches about like all this cool camera equipment and how to use it and how to make like mm-hmm. effects at home that look studio quality with like simple hacks and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. how he made our wine video was following this guy. Cool. Wow. And he, this guy apparently has a pretty big following, but Bill is always so t- tickled because he'll like reach out with questions and he always responds. Oh, it's so fucking wholesome. It's so cute. <laughs> anyway, that's Bill's aquarium. Okay. <laughs> this next the headline is a gal who just needs a fucking break. And yep. I, completely (laughs) relate to her. Just a mirror. Just a mirror. (laughs) Nine-year-old Utah girl caught driving to California said she just wanted a beach vacation. Yes, girl. Wait, how old? Nine. Uh, uh, How far did she get? We'll get to it. So, a nine-year-old Utah girl caught driving to California with a four-year-old passenger. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Made it about two neighborhoods before she sideswiped a car and crashed into a semi-truck. Oh. Oh, Nobody was injured in the collision. That's why this is allowed to be funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Police say the girl who took her four-year-old sister along for the drive was reported to police Wednesday morning after a truck driving near her thought she was an impaired driver, which is she like was. true. She She's was not cognitively impaired. Yeah. <laughs> the girl slammed head on into the semi truck, leaving the car badly damaged. Police said the girl drove about 10 minutes from West Jordan to West Valley City. They told, quote, they told the officers they were headed to California and wanted to enjoy the beach for a few days. Yeah. A few days. (laughs) Officer Sean McCarthy said, I don't know that we'll tell them they were going the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) They were driving east instead of west. Both girls were. minor detail. Exactly. Both girls were wearing seatbelts, authorities said. The parents of the girls were apparently sleeping and were not aware that they had even left the house. Everything needs, like, special locks Uh that, like, children cannot operate. That is is the scariest thought. I used to sleepwalk when I was little. Yeah. And my parents were totally freaked out that I would, like, walk out the front door door in the the dead of winter. Mm -hmm. Like, my neighborhood was super safe and we weren't on a busy street, so it's not like I'd be hit by a car if I wandered off. But, like, I could freeze to death. Yeah. It happens. Oh. Yeah. Thank God everybody is okay. I totally get it, girl. Like, get up early in the morning, steal mom's car, drive to the beach with your little sister. You need a fucking few days on the fucking beach. You just, she just needed a few days on the beach. Sometimes you just do, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait. I want to hear about this. I want to, like, follow this girl (laughs) and hear about what she's like as a teen. That is exactly what I was thinking, because it's like, girl, if you're stealing mom and dad's car at nine. Yeah. (laughs) Your mom and dad are in for it. Although wait until 15. Oh, God. Which, like, we definitely not anyone on this call with me, but someone else and me definitely Mm -hmm. did some. We all know who. Yeah. Underage joyriding in a borrowed vehicle wow before any of us even had our permits oh wow you gotta find that one family where the parents just really are not paying attention (laughs) (laughs) oh i know that is a teenage dream right there (laughs) 
God. All right. What, that family was not my family. No. No. Not even close. My mom was in my business. Yeah. Tight. And also tight up psychic in there. somehow. Yes. yes. My yes. child is in there. Yeah. My mom definitely has superpowers. It mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. It does. Uh, it sucks well, for all of us. We're all still alive. God bless her. So this next one, in honor of Pride, which, yes, that was last month at the time you're listening to this, but whatever, we can extend it. Here is <laughs> we're your... We're always proud. We're always proud. Here is your reminder to be good to the gays or God will smite the fuck out of you. Mm-hmm. Washington State. Boat of people allegedly heckling a vessel decked in Pride flags explodes. I saw this. Sending occupants into the rescuing arms of those they'd been vilifying. Yes. Oh, what? Saved by the gays. You heckle the gays, your fucking boat explodes, and then the gays save you. Just exploded? I... yeah, Burst I mean, into flame. I there. Oh. I'll put a photo on the drive because it's it's pretty epic. It's bonkers. Like yes. I I totally forgot to grab a screenshot of this. I will grab one right now. But my lord, the smoke! It's mm-hmm. it's bad. Okay, so this reads: "Quote: Police in Washington State are seeking information on an apparent karmic incidence of spontaneous combustion." <laughs> Go ahead and refresh the drive and you can go ahead and see the photo as I continue so you can get an idea of like how epic this is. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. It erupted. Mm -hmm. The incident happened near Blue Heron Park on Sunday when a few family members were boating together on Moses Lake. Their vessels, their vessel flying LGBTQ and transgender rights flags, according to one of the passengers who spoke with BuzzFeed News. Suddenly, another boat flew by, its occupants allegedly screaming slurs at the boat with the pride flags. One woman even flipped them the bird, which was a moment caught on camera. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she's a Karen. Mm -hmm. The four pride passengers, the man, his girlfriend, and his brother and brother's partner, were nonplussed, then frightened as the other boat started circling their boat and heckling them with anti-gay and trans slurs. The passenger who identified himself as Robbie told BuzzFeed via uh, Twitter messages that that's about the time his brother started recording. Mm-hmm. Always get your phones out. Get yep. the evidence. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quote, then the boat quickly made a sharp turn back toward us and went around us, Robbie told BuzzFeed. I then again personally heard someone shout what I thought to be the word gaze. Okay. Super creative, <laughs> y'all. So I asked my brother to pull out his I'm phone. I'm so tired of the male gaze. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tire of the male Just gaze. Just let me live my life. Right? <laughs> so I asked my brother to pull out his phone and blatantly start recording in the hopes that it would avoid conflict if they noticed, which totally works a lot of the time. People yeah, just usually, be like, oh, yeah. I don't want to well, be recorded. Yeah. Yeah. The boat proceeded to do donuts around them six or seven times, churning up the waters. Quote, they then attempted to speed away as they left a large cloud of smoke surrounding the area we occupied. After a moment, we heard a loud backfire and a sputter come from the boat. <laughs> Though I could not see the boat in the direction, I could see a cloud of black smoke rising quickly. So, like, there was already so much smoke that it was covering the boat. They couldn't even right. see the boat. So they peeled out in an attempt mm-hmm. to be intimidating, and then they fucking they blew fucked up their, their engine. own engine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
The boat had apparently exploded, which sent the hecklers into the water and then the rest in and and then the rescuing arms of the passengers they'd just been vilifying. Robbie's what was boat. that conversation like when they got them into oh, the I really hope we... You need some big gay help? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Do you need a safe space? <laughs> <laughs> Careful touching me when I pull you out of the water. You might yeah. catch gay. Yeah. <laughs> you just use the pride flag as like yeah. a life to preserver. Them in. Yeah, oh, to are you them cold? In. Are you shivering here? Let me wrap you in this prideful yeah. blanket. <laughs> Robbie posted the video on Twitter with the following quote. These people harassed my family because we were flying gay pride flags in Moses Lake, Washington by racing around us and shouting gay slurs. Then their boat literally blew up. Mm -hmm. This continues on to say the passengers did not thank them, let alone apologize as their rescue was called 911. They were burned and screaming for help, quote, as if they didn't just flip us off while trying to make waves and jumble us around, Robbie tweeted. (gasps) <gasps> they got them out of the water immediately, and Robbie said, we were nicer than they were. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And those same people probably are like, we're Christians. Right. That's why we're against gates, because we're Christians. It's uh-huh. just. I voted for Trump for the economy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so suck on that. Just be nice. You never know God. who's going to have to pull you off of a burning boat. They were literally smoked. Yeah. Just yeah. how I pictured it. Smoking on bigot gas. Choking on bigot <laughs> gas. Choking on bigot gas. <laughs> oh, all right. I have a couple more. So, you know, running for sheriff is already going to be kind of a controversial move no matter what. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. campaign got a little more than it bargained for <laughs> on the campaign trail. Candidate interrupted by sex toy on a drone and then punched at event. Oh, what? Good old Albuquerque, New Mexico. A New Mexico sheriff who is running for- Albuquerque, am I right? Uh, Oh, he's not not running for sheriff. He is a sheriff and he's running for mayor. Oh. New Mexico sheriff who is running for mayor of Albuquerque was interrupted while on stage at a campaign event by a flying drone with a sex toy attached to it and a man who punched him. With these things related? I think they hit him in the face with the dildo and then ran up and sucker punched him. Wow. A double double punch. A double-sided punch. So the same culprit. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought these were two independent events that I was very confused. Mm -hmm. (laughs) County Sheriff Manuel Gonzalez's campaign said the Democrat was unharmed and, quote, will not be intimidated. (laughs) The Albuquerque Journal reported that a video posted on Facebook shows Gonzalez answering questions from the audience while standing on a stage at an event center when the drone bearing the sex toy started buzzing near the stage. (laughs) A sheriff's report said the owner of the event center grabbed the device and that 20-year-old Kaylin Ashby Dreyer unsuccessfully tried to grab it. The report said Dreyer then turned his attention to Gonzalez, swinging his fist and calling him a tyrant. A deputy wrote that Dreyer punched Gonzalez's hands and then was removed from the event by deputies. So it didn't even really land a punch on him. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Gonzalez said at a news conference on Wednesday that he believed Dreyer was with several companions and spotted someone standing on the other side of a fence who he believes was tr- flying the drone. So somebody else was flying it and then this guy ran up. Maybe they knew each other. I don't know. Mm. 
quote, it became so distracting from the sound and everything, I couldn't really get my point across, Gonzalez said. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got a flying dildo. I couldn't just, I, finish. I couldn't even finish. I was so distracted. <laughs> Dreyer has been charged with petty misdemeanor battery and misdemeanor resisting, evading, or obstructing an officer. According to a deputy, a deputy in the report, Dreyer said that he did not intend to hit Gonzalez, but was upset at the way Gonzalez answered a question and intended to swing his fists through the air. Uh, just just yeah. happened to be too and close to him. maybe making contact with his yeah. face. Yeah, running up and swinging your fist through the air like, sir, okay. Okay. Anyway, everybody's fine, but I love the idea of a flying dildo at a political campaign event. That's fucking amazing. Always. Always. All right. This next one is an homage to asparagus gone wrong. No. Okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh. just wrong. Okay. This is from the... Afrinique, the headline reads, this German wooden asparagus statue raises eyebrow. Ooh, asparagus would be tough to do a statue of. Well, you're right about oh, that. Yeah. And there's a photo of it on the oh. drive slash block. <laughs> do you need to look at it twice or what does your mind tell you? The two meter high statue of asparagus raises eyebrows in the German <laughs> city of Torgau. Okay. Oh, that didn't even try. Nope. <laughs> it just looks like a dick. It's that just is, a dick. I tried to carve a two meter statue of asparagus. Of a me, penis, though. Yeah. With like a butter knife. Like your two legged dinosaur or whatever mm-hmm. that was. Yeah. However, many people see something completely different in the creation than the vegetable. The sculpture, made by wood artist and YouTuber Marcus Skoll, creates a lot of hilarity. There's a tweet here that, and in my perfect German, reads, Ich a ja a warum? That sounded exactly like Klingon. I know. That's how I just say everything. I'm going to have to see this tweet. Quote, I wanted to make a clear statement against Corona and encourage the people of Torgau, says Skoll, about a the asparagus statue on the market square. A statement against coronavirus? With a sta- a penile statue of asparagus. Like, it doesn't make any sense. God, people are so insane. Oh, okay. This is the statement. This is what he was trying to convey. Quote, do not lose heart. Stay steadfast. We can do it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, okay, I'm putting another photo on the drive because when you get it from a different angle, like, it's just a dick. It's just a dick. And it it's, needs so much support. It's, yeah, it's what's not yeah. all of the legs supporting I don't, it. It's not well made. No. It's bad. Statue. Oh, it's top it's heavy. just a dick. It's, see, I just put it on the, it's just a dick. Various people joke about the asparagus statue in Torgau on social media. Quote, I see something else in it, it says. Germany loves asparagus, but comes with a pretty silly tribute. It has a... Oh, my God. Okay. It's it's just a dick. Of this tweet, it literally is just... Ich, uh, yeah, uh, warum? Yeah, see, I said it. Yeah, you kind of nailed it, actually. I like fully shorthand. It. It's like somebody going, I, uh, Wh- I what? just, what? um, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> 
So cheers to asparagus and just a wooden penis. That's not uh, even what asparagus looks like. Not okay. even fucking close. It has like a like a frenulum. Mm, yeah. Yes. Oh, it's a dick. Yes, correct. So you can enjoy that while I read my final headline of the day. This is some news out of Florida that honestly I'm shocked we didn't get more of during the pandemic. Because like tensions were high. Right. Tensions were high in people's households. So this headline reads, argument over TV remote ends with a man stabbed with a sword. Oh, okay. This is out of Titusville, Florida. Or was it an asparagus? I mean, maybe. A fight over a TV remote ended with one man stabbing another inside an apartment in Titusville. Police arrested Christopher Glynn, 54 years old, on Monday. Investigators were called to an apartment at 2205 Knox McRae Drive for reports of a stabbing. They found the victim outside of the apartment with stab wounds to his left arm and leg. Officers offered first aid before taking the man to meet medical personnel. Investigators described his wounds as non-life-threatening. Officers said Glynn was still inside the home when they arrived. They made contact with him through a landline, and he advised officers that he was unable to walk out of the apartment due to a disability. Was his disability called sword leg? Maybe. (laughs) I'm assuming. Officers went into the apartment and said they found Glenn sitting on a couch with a sword and a wooden scabbard next to him, which is basically a sheath. Glenn was cuffed and read his Miranda rights, but investigators said he then confessed to the stabbing, stating that if he had better aim, he would have gut him. Oh. Jesus Christ. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Tell the investigators you what your intent right was. To remain silent. Oh my God. It is your right to remain silent. Sir. Sir, your sword. Police said they spoke with the victim at the hospital. The man stated he and Glenn had been drinking inside the apartment. You no don't say. Goes without saying. <laughs> the victim said they got into an argument over Glenn hogging the TV remote, which records show ultimately led to the stabbing. Glenn faces a charge of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that, I'm just going to say we've been stressed this last century of a year mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. tax base is always a great option get, yeah. get a little therapy so you don't stab your roommate with a sword mm-hmm. over the tv remote mm-hmm. or get your own tv you yeah can put a tv in your room Go you can have room. a laptop mm-hmm. yeah listen i love it anyway leave, those leave are the swords in their you know case leave yeah. them we leave had a pair of shitty ass roommates who hogged the living room TV mm-hmm. to get high and watch cooking shows every Never day stabbed from any of them. 4 p.m. to midnight every mm-hmm. single day. Ugh. And yeah, we just didn't use the living room anymore. And Didn't stab a one. Didn't stab a one. Mm-mm. Just suggest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, those are, yeah, those are my headlines. Thank you for sending them in. Yeah. You did such a good job. Oh, thank you. The validation feels good. Well, let's hear a quick a little word from our sponsors, shall we? Oh, yeah. yes, let's. Swordbogs.com. <laughs> <laughs> you all know I love a good Manny, and I often spend uh, too much on, <laughs> on maintaining my paws, my paws and claws. Mm-hmm. So, you know, finding Olive and June nail care has been a game changer 
They nailed it. They nailed it. It's amazing. <laughs> they helped me save so much money. And with the Olive and June Manny system, I can do DIY manis that look salon perfect, last seven plus days. And everyone's always asking, oh my gosh, which salon did you go to? And it's like, JK, I did this one from home. Yep, joke's the on pride. you. pride. <laughs> I love this Manny system. It's only five steps. It comes with like uh, a really easy to follow step-by-step instructions with kind of surprising advice such as don't wash your hands between mm. removing yesterday's nail polish and priming your fresh nails. Yep. Who knew? Yep. I didn't. I didn't either. It also comes with my new best friend, the Poppy, which is a patented little soft rubber brush handle that makes it easy to paint both of your hands, even your dominant hand. Ooh. Takes away the, the little the little shakes, just balances the whole thing out. Yeah. The Manny system comes with six polishes, and that breaks down to about $2 per manicure. So, Amanda, compare that to your normal salon habit. Listen, Are you afraid I, to? I don't even, like, <laughs> want to talk about it. <laughs> Their summer colors from Olive and June are my absolute favorite. It is hot strawberry season mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I also like that it comes with different colors, so you can do, like, ombre nails. You can mm. do each nail a different color. Fun. And they always look so cute. I look like a like an influencer. You totally do. And I do it myself. And their super shiny little top coat. Ugh. When they say seven plus days chip free, they, they are it. they're not joking. And mm-hmm. now you can get 20% off your first Manny system with our code GALS. Ugh, yes. So your new nail life is here. Like Lucy said, get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code GALS, G-A-L-S, at oliveandjune.com because we are done with expensive and bad Mannies. This is the new us. Treat your nails. Trade him. So I'm going on vacation next week for the first time in, I don't know, a century, feels mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. So summer, this summer will be almost normal. We're getting back to normal, which is mm-hmm. super refreshing. It also means travel. Ooh. It means laying in your hammock. Oh, it means yeah. just relaxing all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but my brain likes to just have something fun to do. Relaxing, mm-hmm. but still fun. Yep. And that's why I downloaded Best Fiends. And oh boy, I haven't looked back. I I play a lot of Best Fiends now. Yo, <laughs> we're obsessed. We are obsessed with Best Fiends. Once you start playing it, you're not going to want to stop. I have not stopped. I'm on level 1,858. <laughs> oh my God. I'm almost to level 600 and I'm jazzed about that. I play it in the bathtub. That's been like one of my self-care things during uh, during quarantine. Mm-hmm. And now, like you said, once we're getting out traveling again, you don't need internet to play it. I can't wait to play it on planes. Best Fiends is way more fun than the other matching puzzle games out there. Let me tell you, I've tried them all. It's one of those games that makes 30 minutes feel like 30 seconds. So if you're like waiting in a waiting room at like a doctor's office or like in line at the DMV, let mm-hmm. Best Fiends heal you, honestly. <laughs> Um, With thousands of fun puzzles to solve, there's something new every single day. Like I said, I'm already on level 1,858, but there's plenty more to go. It's always changing up. They have like seasonal, like fun little motivations and little mini games. It's just, I love it. It's so much fun. They have those collectible characters that always change. And then you can like 
unlock outfits for them in like different versions of I the know. characters. I just got into that. They're it's so cute. so cute. It's so cute. So Best Fiends really keeps the game like brand new every time you log in because they release new challenges, new characters, and new themes all the time. It just keeps you on your toes. It really does. So download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends for free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Are we ready for the confessions? Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. We got a lot of funny sex ones this month. Love that. Okay. Low-hanging fruit, but they're good. Yeah. Not all, but a lot. Okay. First one. Quote, I'm currently wine drunk. Listening to this month's GAC and the story of the one night stand made me think you might enjoy my short story. I will. You are correct about that. (laughs) Back in college, there was a gentleman caller I was seeing for a week or two who was very sweet and sentimental. Mm. But I was readying to leave the country for a few months, so I was there to get mine and get out. Sorry, Mm -hmm. not sorry. After a light dinner and a lot of beer, we went into his bedroom and started getting frisky. I went down on him, and because I was feeling overconfident from all the beer, I decided to swallow. Uh Mm. Mm Uh-oh. This is Mm. an issue because I have, one, a terrible gag reflex, and two, chronic (laughs) stomach issues. Oh, no. (laughs) Which beer totally helps. Yeah. Oh, no. In terrible comedic timing, he asked me, so what are we? Looking to take things further, to which I responded by promptly throwing up all over his floor. Ooh. Oh. Oh, no. So uh, this person took it, swallowed it. Yep. And like a couple minutes later, he wanted to have this talk. Right. He was feeling sentimental. Yeah. (laughs) And then literally, okay, so they say, seriously, the moment immediately after he asked, I vomited on his floor. (laughs) Oh, God. So you really, the vomiting was your response. Yeah. Yeah. You said a lot in that That's a pretty clear answer. Was it good for you? (laughs) (laughs) He mercifully led me into the shared bathroom in his shared apartment and let me hurl my guts out for another 30 minutes while he's scrubbing my vomit out of his carpet. I didn't give him an answer that night and was generally mortified about the situation, but thankfully he didn't press further. I mean, it might be her vomit, but it's his fault. Yeah. Fast. Fast forward three years later, we lived together, and I couldn't imagine my life without him. No way. (laughs) Wait, seriously? Yes. That's real? Yes. Oh, my My God. God. I can't (laughs) wait for that wedding toast. He understandably gives me shit about this incident, but given the outcome, I wouldn't have changed a thing. Good What a meat cute. (laughs) What a (laughs) meat-ish. What a meat- (laughs) Meat- (laughs) (laughs) God, that is so foul. How I met your mother. Isn't that the best twist? Yes. Ish, yes. I thought you were making it up. I did too. I know. All right, next one. 
Firstly, my pronouns are she, her. Secondly, I have to confess about the time my mom caught me looking at porn online. Mm, <laughs> when I was about 13 or 14, roughly 12 years ago, I spent a lot of time on the family computer doing God knows what. At some point, I got a pop-up for a porn site, but instead of just closing it, I was actually interested. Mm. It was a picture of a very busty lady. Mm. I don't know how long this went on, but I spent a few days, weeks, months <laughs> looking at pictures of busty ladies. Great. <laughs> I love this. Usually topless busty ladies using the family computer. <laughs> it was never pictures of dicks. I actively, av- actively avoided them. It's incredible I thought I was straight for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Looking at porn of busty ladies. Busty ladies. I love a busty lady. You are a busty lady. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) One day, my mom came to my room and sat down on my bed and asked if I had been looking at porn online. Well, yeah. (laughs) Like a genius, I panicked and said, what's porn? Oh, no. No, no, no. I don't remember what happened after that. I think I blacked it out, but I never used the family computer to look at porn again. Like Mm. a genius. (laughs) I did get a laptop for my birthday when I turned 15, though. Good for you. What a good mom. I know. And I finally came out to my parents about a year ago. They were chill with it. Yeah. They they probably knew. They had a heads up. That is such a good mom. Well, yeah. porn. Like, okay, all right. We're, we need, mm. we need to get on. her a laptop. Oh, my yeah. God. My mom's calling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ask her what porn is. I already rejected her call. I'll text well, her later. Well, great. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. This next one is more serious, mm. but it's also just like fucking goth emo teens. Love. Like gemo. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm already on board. Yeah. Say no more. So your episode on killer BFFs was terrifyingly familiar to something that happened to me in high school. Looking back, I wonder if I could have ended up in a Paula and Juliet situation. Do you guys remember that case? Yes. Uh, This is a long and dark confession, so just hold on. Okay. All names are changed. Here we go. I grew up in Minnesota, represent. Hello. And had transferred to a new school my freshman year. As a quirky emo kid, I easily made friends with the only two other weird emo kids in the entire school. Stacy and Jenny were both older than me, but we hung out constantly. The first time Stacy came to my house, it got real very quick. She told me she was a practicing witch, and she said she was going to summon spirits with a Ouija board. Okay, was well, the name Kenyon originally. Yeah. Were <laughs> you hanging out with us? Corn's big in Minnesota. Mm. Huge. <laughs> Clearly, I said yes. This ended with Stacy summoning, quote, spirits we could talk to. Mm. This continued through the next few months, summoning and talking to spirits, angels, demons, all the dark things you can imagine. But it got darker. Soon we began to let these spirits, quote, possess our bodies. Oh, oh. dear. Okay. That's risky <laughs> business. This got very bad since the spirits had their own personalities and relationships, so there were a lot of interesting things that happened. Mm. I threw Jenny into lockers. Jenny slammed me on the ground. Mm. Jenny's boyfriend, Trey, put us in chokeholds. 
There was a lot of fighting in the school halls. And no, the school didn't care because we were just the weird kids. Right. They were fighting each other. Well, the spirits were. Mm-hmm. The, uh, okay. You know? But it was getting really, like, a violent. But then mm-hmm. they had this, like, scapegoat of, like, it wasn't We're inhabited me. by spirits. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the that school's... doesn't hold up in court. I've tried. Right. <laughs> and the school's okay. not doing much because, like, well, they're friend. They're all best friends, so they're right. probably just fucking around. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! In one extreme instance, I reported to the principal that there was going to be an active shooter at our school due to something a spirit was threatening. Oh, oh dear! Oh my god! No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yes, we had these spirits quote threatening us. I have no idea. How I got out of that without getting a bomb threat charge and going to juvie. Mm. I think the principal just straight up didn't believe me. But Mm -hmm. being the weird kid can be a good thing sometimes. But also that principal should have fucking taken that more seriously. Like that is on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So scary. I told you it was serious. Okay. Okay. This took a new turn when spirits wanted to have relationships with one another. We all soon found ourselves in a weird polygamous relationship, but under the guise of spirits. Hmm. So it's like they're not like really consenting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the boy it's it's this person Jenny and the boyfriend. I think it's a boy and three girls including the writer. I remember two spirits named Shay and Hado taking over our bodies to frankly suck face. Yeah. Yeah. This continues through my entire freshman year. The whole thing was incredibly draining. My grades dropped, I lost sleep and I became incredibly depressed. Being given this incredible gift of like being possessed by spirits Mm -hmm. and not being able to tell anyone was a heavy weight on my shoulders. Finally, come summer, I was ready to wake up. Maybe my teenage brain was developing because I finally realized this whole thing was insane. I realized the whole thing had been bullshit from the beginning and this world I was pretending to live in was a lie. I told Stacy this and she was like the witch who started this, Mm -hmm. that I was done. It did not go well. The night ended with her attempting to harm herself, attempting mm-hmm. suicide by jumping off a bridge while I had a full-blown mental breakdown. Good Lord. Luckily, my parents got me help right away, straight to therapy, mm-hmm. and it took a lot, but I was able to figure my shit out. Jenny graduated that year. Stacy and I rarely talked after that, although I did get death stares from her in the hallway. I went on to make other friends, move on from the emo stage, and actually have a pretty decent high school career. Now I'm 25, engaged, and I'd say fairly normal, although I work in a district attorney's office in Wisconsin. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Reading the police reports every day. In the end, the whole event was insane and probably could have ended so much worse. Listening to Paula and Juliet's story, I thought, oh shit, what if? Mm -hmm. The good news, this taught me some valuable life lessons and actually helped me realize I was bisexual. I know this was a lot, but if you do read this, can you give a shout out to my girl, Carly? (laughs) (laughs) Trauma slaps. Trauma slaps, you guys. (laughs) When we hang, she brings the wine and I bring the crime stories from work. Wow. Yeah. I just wanted to share that in case we have younger listeners Mm -hmm. who are in a situation like that. Sometimes... Friendships can be toxic mm-hmm. and, and abusive. harmful yeah. and abusive. And coercive. And, yeah. Yeah. And if you find yourself in a little world that feels small and draining, mm-hmm. there's a bigger world out there and you mm-hmm. can you can move draining. on to it. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to feel like that all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if you're attracted to somebody and you want to kiss them, mm-hmm. you don't need to be possessed by a spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can just be like, hey, I'm attracted to this person. I want to kiss mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Another high school emo thing, but way less serious. I'd like to stay anonymous. This confession isn't really that bad, but it's weird as hell. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if this meets the worst thing you've ever done threshold for the show. It's just an extremely elaborate mind fuck that I carried out for pretty much no reason. Great. And I thought you'd enjoy it. Here for I'm it. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> this is a story about one of my high school boyfriends. We dated for a very brief time, probably only a couple of months, which is like an eternity in high mm-hmm. school. And I definitely liked him more than he liked me. While we were dating, I asked for his locker combination, as you do. Yep. And he said no. Well, what? You don't trust me? Yeah. We have trust <laughs> issues. Oh, my God. Already? <laughs> this is 33. Stop God. moving so much. Yeah. I, I, I Slow said, down. <laughs> if I move at all, my neck is just, like, broken. Okay. Uh. So... This stuck in my craw for some reason. I didn't need anything in his locker ever, but it was the refusal that irked me. Mm. One day while we were chatting at his locker, I simply watched him open it. Easy enough to figure out the combination. Mm -hmm. I considered that a closed matter and had no plans to actually use the information. Yeah, right. (laughs) We never have plans to use the information. (laughs) Right. Not very long after that, he broke up with me, and even though it was a short and not at all serious relationship, I was pretty broken up about it, because you're a teenager. One day after track practice, I realized I could freely roam the halls of the school and also happened to have his locker combination. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. As an adult, I know that this is such a violation, but I was a dumb teenager with a little broken heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've so all been there. Yeah, so I took a stroll to his locker to test out what I thought might be the combo. It worked. Once inside, I discovered the mother of all secrets. He had a notebook where he was writing poetry. Oh, Oh, no. That's a lot of dirt on him. I feel bad for him. This guy was a semi-popular jock, so this was an unexpected find. (gasps) Also, just like, this is me coming in to say that, like, Men and like jocks and everybody can write poetry, but let men cry. Let men cry. And also Mm -hmm. let men cry. Mm -hmm. These poems were dramatic AF. Mm. I was wildly entertained and could not believe it. I memorized one of the best that I could and put everything back. Soon my best friend and I began to form a plan. We weren't going to put him on blast for his poetry, but I wanted to mind fuck him. Mm. I typed up the poem I had memorized, but added the name of another student at the top as though she had written the poem. We picked some completely random girl who wasn't friends with any of us. At the top in red pen, I graded the assignment with an A and wrote, Great work, Lillian. This is a great submission for the Piper, our school newspaper. This is so mind-fuckish. Yeah. Holy shit. Then all I had to do was slightly crumple the paper, drop it in the hall near his locker, and creepily watch from around the corner to see if he took the bait. Oh, my <gasps> did. You're such uh, a creep. Uh, You're such a creep. <laughs> he picked up the paper, read what he knew to be his own poem, authored by someone else and graded <gasps> by a teacher, 
possibly on its way to the school newspaper. Oh my God, the gaslighting though. Yeah. He looked all around wildly, stuffed the paper in his locker, and that was that. I've (gasps) never spoken to him since. Oh, (laughs) for the best. I'd love to know how he tells his half of the story. Oh. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's like he's like becomes like an expert in telepathy. Oh, oh my god! Lord. He married Lillian. Oh, she has no idea why. <laughs> he's like we're soulmates. Trust it, me. It keeps her awake at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I wonder if twenty years later he'd want to know what really happened. Maybe one day, if our paths should ever cross, I'll tell uh, him. I don't know. Let it let it lie. Like maybe never talk to him ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so isn't that crazy? It goes not where you think it's gonna go. No, I love it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. yes, invasive. Yes, super gaslighty. But also nobody was really harmed. I guess oh, he oh, was my- harmed. Yeah, mentally, is- mentally, psychologically. Yeah, deep trauma. Oh my god, but it slaps. The trauma yeah. does slap. Okay, last but not least. So, I love you guys. Thank you for bringing a smile to my face during what is most people's worst year, and I am no exception. This isn't awful compared to masturbating with a family member's electric toothbrush, Uh, but it was. Remember the good old days of hairbrushes and toothbrush (laughs) masturbation? Oh, there are so many more. Uh, They will will have a renaissance. Thank God. (laughs) But it was my own sweet revenge. During the pandemic, me and my boyfriend couldn't bear to be apart for the foreseeable. So mm. I moved into his fucking rancid house shared by four boys. No. No. Just don't see each other for a year. That yep. would be better. Yep. Yep. You can tell exactly how young this person is. Uh-huh. Everything is going great. Very much in love. Blah, blah, blah. Bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your editorializing? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Literally word for word verbatim, the email. I find out by complete accident while trying to Google something on his phone, the shit's been on dating websites our whole nearly two-year relationship. Oh, that is a betrayal. Uh-huh. That is so frustrating. Including, but not limited to, my birthday where we <gasps> spent the entire day together. Oh. Yeah. Well, now, I don't have much of a temper, but as I'm packing my shit and not listening to his manipulative, I can't live without you, bullcrap, I finally get him out of the room. I take a seat to calm down and spot his beautiful, perfect pair of sparkly pink tweezers. Mm, Pop all your zits. You know the great kind that can get every hair? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the only pair he can get rid of his unibrow with. Mm-hmm. Well, it was. <laughs> oh. Now they belong to me. Yes, good. they do. Everyone when I, needs a good pair of tweezers, unless you're a cheating, stupid asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the holy grail pair of tweezers. Tweezers are expensive, first yep. off. Mm-hmm. And you have it's like are. finding a therapist. Like it mm-hmm. takes a while to find your one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So when I pluck my facial mole hair, yes. I think very <laughs> joyfully how the forgetful prick definitely hasn't picked up another pair and is definitely walking around with his big bushy unibrow that he Correct. absolutely hates. Correct. <laughs> I didn't destroy anything or make a big scene. I calmly told his housemates I wouldn't be home for dinner and left with my bags mm-hmm. and his tweezer. Yep. Bye-bye. Yeah. P.S. I'd like to remain anonymous unless the tweezer police want my information, in which case you can pass it right along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can pass it right along. Pass it right along. So those are the confessions. Amazing. Those were some good ones. Good batch. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. batch. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, keep them coming, people. Yes, keep please. doing embarrassing shit and telling us about it. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's everything we need in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think you all understand how little we have. <laughs> <laughs> We're hanging on by it's a, a threat. threat. These confessions are our tweezers. Uh huh. Yeah. Should we hear a quick word from our sponsors? Yes, mm-hmm. please. I don't know about you, but when summer comes, I love it, but it starts to feel like the world is against me from getting a good night's sleep because I need it to be like freezing in my bedroom in order to comfortably sleep in the summer. And you and I both have like attic bedrooms. Yes, we do. So it's really, really hard to make sure that I have like a mattress that is going to allow me to sleep without waking up in a pool of sweat. But when you have a purple mattress, you can sleep cool and comfortable no matter what the world throws at you, including like random 100 degree temperatures in Minnesota. Yeah. And like 80% humidity. It's Mm -hmm. fine. We're all fine. We're thriving. It's great. But actually, we are. And Mm -hmm. it's because only purple mattresses have the grid. Its unique ventilated design allows air to flow through it to help you sleep cool. I, I... it is unlike anything I have ever. E- there is no like cold side of the pillow, mm. for example. Mm-hmm. Same goes for your mattress. And this is even when it feels like a thousand degrees outside. It works. That airflow, baby, it's happening. Love it. And the grid is amazingly supportive for your back and legs while cushioning your shoulders, neck, and hips, no matter how you sleep. It really, do- it's not memory foam. No. Because memory foam remembers. Too much. Everything. Too, Too much. much. Nobody wants to remember everything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So the grid bounces back as soon as you move and shift. It's kind of like it's just it's kind of like jelly, like a little bit gel, gel Ooh. grid. Ooh. It's really, really nice. It's it's not a normal mattress. It's Love. so much better. Yeah. So you never get that like I'm stuck feeling. Like mm-hmm. with memory foam, you create a divot and then you're like, you oh my god, roll. I live yeah. here now. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I've got a couple of their pillows and Corey and I fight over them every night yeah. because in my in an ideal world, I would have two, two purple pillows, mm-hmm. but we only have two yep. purple pillows yep. and sometimes I lose, but sometimes I win. Mm. So try your purple mattress risk free with free shipping and returns. Financing is available too. So trust us, you're going to want to try this out. Oh, yeah. And Purple is comfort reinvented. Right now, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash gals10, that's G-A-L-S-1-0, and use that promo code gals10 
That's purple.com slash gals10, promo code gals10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. One more time, purple.com slash gals10, promo code gals10, terms apply and treat you sleep. Treat it. Away is a modern lifestyle brand that creates thoughtful products for every traveler and every kind of trip. If it's like to a different country or just mm-hmm. like across town, mm-hmm. it's perfect. They started with the perfect suitcase crafted with features that make travel more seamless. And now when travel looks a little bit different than ever before, you can count on Away's range of suitcases, bags, and accessories whenever you take that next trip. Mm-hmm. So like Lucy said, these suitcases are perfect for any kind of trip that you could possibly need to take because all of Away's suitcases are designed to last a lifetime with durable exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. Me, I'm the roughest of baggage handlers. <laughs> I like throw my suitcase down the stairs because you I'm just like over it. You do like to toss. Yeah, I love to toss. Mm-hmm. Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help you pack more in and a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes. That little detail makes your entire travel experience better so that you're not like, shoving your dirty underwear next to like the shirt you have to wear tomorrow yeah and we all know i'm an overpacker so hi that compression <laughs> uh is necessary you can fit so much in so much and it has four 360 degree spinner wheels that guarantee the smoothest roll even through the most hectic of airports and stations even with the most kenyan of backs <laughs> it's also available in different materials, so you can always get something you like. They have polycarbonate, they have aluminum, they have durable nylon. There's a variety of colors and sizes you can customize. That's mm-hmm. going to be my next like obsession, is customizing oh, yeah. my luggage like a real housewife. Mm-hmm. It also has a TSA-approved combination lock that keeps all of your belongings safe. Away products are designed to last a lifetime, so if any part of your suitcase breaks, Away's standout customer service team will arrange to have it fixed or replaced. There's a 100-day trial on everything that Away makes. You can take the product out on the road, live with it, travel with it, get lost with it, vibe with it. Oh, yes. Everything for 100 days, and if you decide that it's not for you, you can easily return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. No ifs, ands, or asterisks. Away offers free shipping and returns on any order within the contiguous United States, UK, Europe, and Canada. Wow. That's amazing. So start your 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases at awaytravel.com slash winecrime20. That's awaytravel.com slash winecrime20 and treat your travel. Treat it. Well, I have two articles for us. Yes. This week or this month. I don't have an obituary area because these are a little bit lengthy, but I promise they'll be worth it. Okay. I saw, I, without being able to avoid it, some photos on the drive that I'm very excited about. Yeah, I am shocked by them. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> okay. My first story is about an event that happened a couple of months ago as when this comes out in Texas. But it's so fucking outrageous and disturbing, I had to cover it. The headline for this article reads, quote, blood is falling on me. 
Woman oh. wakes up to blood dripping from apartment ceiling. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. An El Paso woman woke up in the middle of the night to blood dripping from her ceiling fan and splattered <gasps> throughout her room. Nope. This is I'm very good. poorly written, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't blame me. Anna Cardenas told Telemundo 48 that she was awoken at about 4 a.m. last Saturday. So this happened at the, like, the beginning of May by the sound of something dripping in her bedroom. But when she went to the window and noticed that it wasn't raining, Cardenas turned on the lights to discover blood dripping from the ceiling and splattering across her room. Okay. Quote, my apartment was covered in blood, she said in Spanish, because I had the ceiling fan on, the same blood that was dripping from the apartment above fell onto the fan blades and caused the blood to be all over. Oh, no. And all over it was. Cardena said the blood had spattered across the walls and her bed and her body. Nope. So the photo photo that I do have on the drive. That's like finding a spider in the shower. Like, that's bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. So if you go to the drive and look at some of these photos, there's one that shows the bedding. and It's soaked. Mm-hmm. It's soaked, and then that big dark mark is just coagulated blood. <laughs> but it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I oh couldn't find this picture again, but it showed the the white wall mm-hmm. that was, like, about the level of the ceiling fan. You can just see the spatter. Oh, my uh, God. It looks like the, ex- like the expiration, like the, uh, nope. you know, like when you breathe mm-hmm. out, nope. uh-huh. there's, like, nope. the fine mist. Nope. Yeah, that's yeah. what it looks like on the wall. Uh, uh, okay, it grossed me out. I was in shock, Cardena said. I thought, uh, this yeah. isn't real. This is a dream. Wake up. I called, yeah. ma- I called maintenance and they said, are you sure? And I said, blood is falling on me. Oh. Car- Cardenas called 911 and when emergency crews responded to the upstairs neighbor's apartment, they discovered yeah. the man had died of natural causes and had been decomposing for five or six days. No. So it's old decomposed old, old blood. The firefighters knocked down his door and the body was lying exactly where my fan is underneath. He had carpet, but the blood seeped through to my ceiling, she said. Great. Oh. Great. No. The apartment complex perfect. where she lives sent out a cleaning company, but a lot of her belongings were ruined and had to be thrown away. Mm-hmm. Cardena yeah. said that she did Burn not have the building down. to the ground. It's done. Yeah. I mean, it's done. Anything that that blood touched, first of all, is probably a biohazard. And secondly, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the stain at, or the smell out. No, of a lot of soft no, no, no. It's over. Honey, it's over. Yeah. So she said she did not have renter's insurance and is <gasps> battling the complex's management company to compensate her for the damaged property. What Good the fuck? Lord. She did nothing wrong. I know. Well, there's a little bit of a silver lining. I'll get to it. Cardenas told NBC affiliate KTSM that she is traumatized and hasn't been able to eat or sleep since the incident. Mm-hmm. She said she also wants a medical exam to ensure that she doesn't have an infection from being exposed to the blood. She, yeah, seriously. If you wake up to that, it might be in your mouth. Yeah, you could, you could get a staph infection or something from that. It's corpse. It's corpse blood. material. Yeah. 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 Quote, it was awful, an awful impact, Cardenas yeah. said. Yeah. 
She said that she did not renew her lease and continues Good to search girl. for an apartment within her budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have top an, floor. Oh, my Seriously. God. So she set up a GoFundMe at the mm-hmm. time. And within a short amount of time that her GoFundMe raised over $17,000. And she posted an update about about a month ago that reads, quote, Thank you for all your kind words and support. I will be forever grateful for all the contributions that will help me throughout this situation. Mm -hmm. I will no longer be accepting donations as I believe I have more than enough to replace my items and get the necessary health assistance to get through this. Once again, I am eternally grateful for all your contributions. God bless. Anna, we want to send you more, girl. If people want to give you money, let them. I know she's just a sweet person and she, you know, probably yeah. feels like she doesn't want to profit off of this horrible right. situation. Right. Yeah, I respect that. And this says nothing of the man who passed away. Like maybe he, you know, maybe he didn't have family. Right. right. Can't afford a funeral. I don't know what oh, happened Oh, yeah, none of it's his fault. Right. None right. of it's anybody's fault. It's just a horrible, horrible situation. So mm-hmm. shout out to everybody who donated money to this poor woman. Yeah. Wow. What a shocker-ish. Oh, I Those really fo- hope I, that apartment complex doesn't try to keep the fan. Right. Uh, or the security deposit. Mm-hmm. I think at a certain point, like, authorities step in. If there's, like, mm-hmm. this kind of biohazard situation, they'll probably be mm. like, no, you have to get rid of it. Like, mm-hmm. we're confiscating it. Mm. Okay. At least I hope so. Okay. Part two. Summer is upon us, and that means... Lightning. Oh, these are the yeah. photos I was excited about, not yep. the blood photos. Yep, 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 yep. Hajolanichown. There is lightning. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. I don't understand your brain. I don't <laughs> now. I never will. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> So I love a good hakamanti snow. Summer thunderstorm. Mm. But those really loud cracks of thunder freak the fuck out of me, especially when they like come out of nowhere and they're so goddamn loud. Mm, you know what I'm it. talking about. Yeah. I, I also love it. Like, hates it. Okay. I have a horrible <laughs> fear of explosions and that's just mm. really it. So anyway, let's discuss how to avoid being struck by lightning and what to do if you are. Great. My great-grandfather, great-great? Great-great-grandfather was struck by lightning. It came down the chimney when he was sitting in his living room. You know? No. Indoors. Mm-hmm. Just a Mm-mm. blanket trigger warning. It, it will become quickly apparent that there is literally no way to avoid being struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just might get you. It's just, a, it's just, you can decrease your odds. Yeah, don't but you take can unnecessary risks. Literally get struck by lightning any second of any day. Oof. Great. Thank, thank you. So lightning isn't cast down by Zeus or summoned by Thor. It happens when positive and negative electrostatic charges build up in the atmosphere. When those there opposing- There must be some charges in the atmosphere. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, we, oh, we, oh. You smoke down. <laughs> Lots of smiting this so episode. So much. So this episode brought to you by smote. Smote. Smote's on a rope. <laughs> You've been the smote by the goat. Bed, bath, and beyond. 
the god of all time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. When those opposing charges equalize, there's a rapid discharge of powerful electricity up to 300 million volts. Resulting in a visible explosion that we call Hershashi fire. Jalani. Jalani. These charges can occur within clouds, but it's when they link the clouds and the ground that lightning poses a threat to those of us on the earth below. And mm. when that happens, anything or anyone can be stricken. Yep. Mm-hmm. But while we tend to think of lightning as single bolts shooting from the clouds to the ground, the phenomenon is much more complicated as Kenyon's great-great-grandfather can attest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he can't because he's really dead. he's dead. dead. Yeah. But yeah. Could have attested. Could have. Did it kill him? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, it did? That's how he died. He was like in his mid-30s. Oh, my God. Just enjoying a sit. Yeah, sitting by his chimney in his house. Good Lord. Boom. Nobody's safe. Mm -hmm. In fact, the National Weather Service says there are five ways that lightning can strike people. One way is via a direct strike, which is when a person is struck directly by a bolt of lightning, usually in an open field where they are the tallest thing around. Mm -hmm. Despite common perception, this is not the most likely way to be struck. That distinction instead goes to the ground current, which Mm. causes the most lightning-related deaths and injuries each year. Mm -hmm. This This happens when lightning strikes an object and the electricity runs through the ground and up into your body through one of your feet and exits out through the other foot, going back oh. into the ground. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Assuming you're standing on two feet <laughs> no. on the ground. It uses your body like a like a maze worksheet at a Denny's. Yeah, just a quick little, quick little <laughs> stop off in this body, and then we're back on the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Well, detour. So the strike doesn't even have to be nearby. The current can travel as far as 100 yards. Oh, my God. That's like a football field. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I right? don't know. There's no way to know. I don't know. Isn't a football field 200 yards? I have no. I'm you are asking it. the wrong group of people how big a football field Because <laughs> there's like a. There's no, like a it's fifth- 100 yards. I nailed it. I am the queen of sports. Tweet it. You can have it. Go viral. That is one crown that you are more than welcome to. (laughs) To wear. I am Mm -hmm. the queen of sports. (laughs) And you will refer to me as such from now on. Good Lord. Sign perpetuity. Sign all of your paperwork. (laughs) The queen of sports. Her Majesty Kenyan, queen of sports. (laughs) HMS. Oh, Pinafore. God, okay. <laughs> okay. You can also be hit by what's called a side flash. This okay, and you? Good. Yeah, this occurs when someone is standing close to a tree or another tall object. When lightning strikes that object, an arm of electricity, also referred to as a step leader, mm. may branch off from the main bolt as the current jumps from the object to the human. Mm-hmm. This is my lucky bolt. Conduction strikes occur when, as their name implies, conductive materials are involved. So this is like sticking a fork into an electrical socket. 
If you're touching something like a metal fence and the lightning strikes the metal fence, you're going to absorb Bye-bye. the shock. Boom, ro- boom, roasted. Mm-hmm. Literally roasted. <laughs> this type of shock can even get you while you're indoors if, yeah. you're sh- if you're showering using a landline telephone or touching anything else that's connected to wires or pipes that run to the outdoors. Like, say, a chimney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like mm. metal in the chimney, like yeah. something conduct conductive. <gasps> there's so, more like to maybe that he was stoking the fire with a metal um, yeah. fire poker, oh and he was like touching the metal God. grate inside the fireplace. Yeah. Yes. Could have been. Could have been. Boom. That's roasted. Totally. What happened? Yeah. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Boom. You roasted. Yeah. Weird. Streamers are the least common way to experience a lightning strike, but don't discount them entirely. Think of these as the disembodied arms of a flash of lightning. Okay. When the lead bolt discharges, a streamer can appear nearby. So it's just a freak disembodied Uh, lightning bolt. It's like a weird flash. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. And if you form a conductive bridge between one of these streamers and the ground, you can be struck. So when you are struck by lightning, a few different things happen. First, the electricity. Can't wait. (laughs) There are photos on the drive. First, the electricity from the bolt moves over the surface of your skin, potentially causing burns. And this is called a flashover. A flash so, dance. A flash dance. This is, there are photos on the drive of a couple people that have like what look like lightning bolts on their skin. Yeah. Yeah. They look like crazy tattoos, like pink tattoos. Mm-hmm. It They're looks like all wild. of the, all of the veins under the surface of your skin just like mm-hmm. lit up red is kind They're of what it looks like. really pretty. They are really pretty. They look like coral. Yeah. Coral. Coral. <laughs> Ow, my neck. God, your neck. Jesus Christ. With your neck. With my neck. Secondly, the current runs through your cardiovascular and nervous system, and this is what causes the most damage. Great. Because lightning is so hot, as in five times hotter than the surface of the sun. What? Yeah, burn damage. I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm not lightning. You're the lightning expert. Google it. I don't know how. What do you mean how? How is lightning hotter than the surface of the sun? That doesn't Five boggle times your mind. Hotter. I don't know. I feel like when numbers are just so high up there, you just have to believe what you read online and not I question mean, it. Yeah, no, I believe it. I'm just shocked. <laughs> Here, let me go. How is lightning so hot? <laughs> Electricity, man. Yeah, this is from a separate website. Lightning can get five times hotter than the sun. The surface of the sun is estimated to be 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit. However, a lightning strike can reach 50,000 degrees. This is because the air is a poor conductor of heat. So it gets Mm. extremely hot when the electricity or the lightning passes through it. Mm. Okay. Crazy. All right. Science is so wild, y'all. I... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm anti-science. I'm with the Republicans on this. <laughs> it's too scary. It's there's a lot. It's too I much. Trust it. I trust the science. They're way smarter than me. I just I just don't get it. Right. I can believe to. it and be against it. <laughs> I get to have both. Like the space needle. Right. <laughs> I believe that you believe it's there. 
(laughs) (laughs) And that when you see it with your own actual eyes, you're going to believe it's a hologram. Exactly. I already do. Speak it into existence now. You can accept it So I can prepare. (laughs) Okay. So because lightning is so hot, because air is a poor conductor of of heat, burn damage is also a possibility, but may not be evident until necrosis or muscle damage sets in. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you could be like burned by lightning, but not have any outward visible signs of it for a little while. Yes. Because it's because it happens so fucking quickly that it can, that it can burn and kill your various tissues, but you don't even know it until the (gasps) tissue actually dies. So then, like, mm-hmm. you could just mysteriously be dead, and then they do an autopsy, and your insides are just, like, cooked. Um, well, I think they would probably put it together that, like, you were struck by lightning within the last 24 hours. I mean, maybe. Well, actually, there's a couple, there's a little bit more to explain, so l- we'll just assume that we'll get to it. Your circulatory system can be clogged, kidneys damaged, and seizures and muscle contractions may ensue. The type of damage depends on the severity of the strike, but you may experience an irregular heartbeat, optical disturbances, memory issues, and ruptured eardrums. No shit. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, According to Miguel Pineda, emergency room doctor and wilderness medicine fellow at UC San Diego, the -hmm. extreme electric charge and pressure changes caused by a strike can even paralyze the lungs and the heart, leading to respiratory and cardiac arrest. What is unique to lightning strikes, Pineda says, though, is that the paralysis of these affected organs will resolve after several minutes, similar to a computer rebooting. But that wow. is only if the lightning itself didn't kill you. Kill you, yeah. Okay. But like the fact that people can ever survive a lightning strike oh, is wild. It's a miracle. Well, and then I don't really understand the computer rebooting thing, but you know how like if you go into cardiac arrest or whatever at the hospital and then they have the yeah, the defib. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or as Kenyon just remember you were trying to ex- you were trying <laughs> to describe it and you just like cocked a shotgun. It was like you know that thing. This whole thing. I'm not doing the shotgun motion. I'm just doing the shotgun sounds with the defibrillator motions. Shot to the heart and you're to blame. (laughs) But yeah, that's electrical currents and those are meant to shock your organs back into functionality. So Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lightning. I don't know what's going on, Mm -hmm. but there's something there. Mm-hmm. Lightning kills around 20 people each year worldwide and un- injures hundreds more. A lot in South Africa. Yes, mm. a lot in South Africa. A lot. In 2020, that number was 17 and included people from all ages and walks of life, a.k.a. no one was safe. Mm-hmm. Almost okay. all were outdoors when they were struck and many were under trees or tall structures. And while the chances of being struck or killed are low, it is wise to do everything you can to avoid being hit. So here is how to avoid lightning strikes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, check the forecast. Mm. Check local and national severe weather alerts so you can know whether to expect any kind of storm. Mm-hmm. And make a plan if for if the weather turns sour. Once you're outdoors, the first rule of avoiding lightning is to take shelter as soon as you hear thunder, which is a guaranteed sign that there is lightning nearby. 
because you mm-hmm. can't have thunder without lightning because mm-hmm. thunder is the sound the of lightning. The sound of lightning, yeah. Mm. But don't think that you're safe just because dark clouds are far off on the horizon because lightning can strike as far as 20 miles away from the storm itself. Why? Why? <laughs> God. It can also literally come out of nowhere. I'm sure I talked about this on the show in the past, but when I was still in Joburg, our I I was at home, I was working in my office, whatever, with the dog, and the loudest thunderclap I've ever heard in my life happened, and I literally, like, ran, instinctually uh, ran away from all the windows in my house and, like, cowered, mm-hmm. and called Zach and was like, this is wild, because his school was only like maybe 10 miles away from our house and he was like yeah I know this storm is wild whatever I'm gonna wait to like drive home found out later that day that our neighbor like a a dude in an apartment in our complex his apartment was struck by lightning and set on fire oh my god Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that so it was it was fucking close because it was like your neighbor my fucking neighbor yeah the loudest ones I've heard definitely do seem to come out of nowhere. Like it's like it's storming and there's maybe some thunder afar off in the distance. Right. And mm-hmm. then it strikes like really close to you and it's se- the seemingly no warning. Right. right. Ugh, Guys, God. what if I die by lightning after this episode comes out? I mean, I'm not going to be like happy that you die that soon, but like that'd be bonks. That'd be really good content. Speak it into existence so we can start. <laughs> Fair, yeah. But that'd be a really good that'd be really content. good content. I mean, Amanda and I would carry on. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. figure it out. Your With, legacy or without whatever. Without a blip. I mean, there'd be a blip. <laughs> We'd have to replace you. We'd have to train Scott on all the work yeah. you do. Yeah. We'd have to record. It's going to be... It's going to be inconvenient. Rest yeah. assured, your death will be inconvenient. I can promise you that. We'd have to leave your funeral and go straight to record ads. Yes. Yeah, you probably would. We would. <laughs> That's what I would have wanted. It is. Yeah, it's true. Your legacy. <laughs> ads. Okay. <laughs> All right. And unlike with other natural phen- phenomena like tornadoes or hurricanes, and like we just said, there is no warning sign before lightning strikes. It just does sometimes out of the literal clear blue sky. Mm-hmm. Great. So their danger is really in the uncertainty. There's no lead time on exactly where lightning will strike. There is no way of telling where or when it's going to occur. There's literally no way to know. There's literally mm-hmm. no way to know. Great. So that cool. is why it is important to take cover if you find yourself in a thunderstorm. Head indoors or to a vehicle right away because there's no safe place outdoors in a lightning storm. Stay mm-hmm. far away from bodies of water like ponds or puddles because these are excellent conductors. Mm-hmm. The bathtub. Yeah, do not. What be if in it's the raining and so you're wet? Well, you're you should have gone inside sooner. Okay. Good luck. If you're stuck outside on a hike or a camping trip, find whatever shelter you can, whether you end up being up against an, an embankment mm. in a cave or under a cliff. In so, a in the cave. most basic terms, where do- are you hanging out? Don't be the tallest thing around is the point. Oh, great. So here's my question. You are out. This will never happen to me in my life because of the the lifestyle choices that I make. But (sighs) say you are out in a field. There is nothing around. You're in a cornfield and there is one tree and you 
and there's... Lay down far away from the tree. Actually, I'll get to it, what you should do. Okay. Okay. Do not seek shelter under a tree, because trees are tall. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fucking dumb. Okay. If you're with others, spread out as far from each other as possible, because you can, if you're together and one of you gets struck, you can get those side strikes to all of you. Okay, so you basically sacrifice one for the many. No yeah. new friends. It's like zigzag if you're running away from fire, you know, mm-hmm. as in guns, not like a fire. Okay. If There's there are been no a fire. A fire. <laughs> and if there are no <laughs> options for nearby for a shelter nearby, assume the lightning position. So Kenyon, this is for you. Okay. Crouch down with your hands over your ear ears and your heels touching. This will allow the electrical current to pass more easily through your body if you are struck. Oh, good. If you find a spot indoors, stay off of the landline, stay out of a shower or the tub. If -hmm. you're using a laptop, leave it unplugged. Yep. Mm. Um, And as mentioned before, it's wise to stay away from any device that's connected to outside power or pipes. Then once the storm has passed, wait 30 minutes before heading back outside or leaving shelter because you can still be struck if the storm is heading away from you. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The the shower thing I knew and the yep. bath thing I knew. So whenever mm-hmm. there's a thunderstorm, I do get out of the shower or tub. I don't mm-hmm. risk it. Good. And you know how seriously I take my baths. Right. So. Yes. That's a sacrifice. Um, and I think I knew about the laptop thing too and like unplugging computers mm-hmm. and stuff. But okay, this is good info. Yeah. Remember, Kenyon, when you and I were coaching sailing and we'd take, oh, I don't know, 25 children out in our sailboats with our metal masts. Mm. And the Mm -hmm. general rule was you're supposed to stay outside sailing until you see lightning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was bad advice (laughs) that they gave us. Mm -hmm. But also, like, you teach sailing in the summer when, like, there's a storm every week. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really avoid it. And also, these children were so young. There were like eight-year-olds mm-hmm. in a boat for adults sailing it on their own. Two fucking uh, eight-year-olds. No. And then it Driving takes, to California. Takes, yeah, takes forever to get them to like putzily sail to the dock mm-hmm. and yeah. get inside. That was dangerous. Well, we had to pick up kids a lot in those situations. but Yeah, and just leave the boats out there. Anyway, uh, that is some facts about lightning and how to stay safe this summer. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing them, and I am traumatized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, trauma slaps, so you're welcome. Trauma slaps. Also, that's why you shouldn't have steel-toed boots. Mm, But I... Unless you're working in construction. Then you should. Yeah, I mean... I, working in the yard this summer, like getting all that concrete out of that wall, like yeah, I'm gonna wear my steel-toed boots. Yeah, that's true. Steel Do you remember those like on your feet? Do you remember those LA Gear shoes that like lit up with each step? Yes, mm, sure. Mm-hmm. I had a pair of those in third grade. They were that was the coolest I have ever felt. Mm-hmm. And I was outside once, and it started raining, and someone was like. Get inside. You're going to electrocute yourself. Because of the shoes? Because <laughs> of the light up shoes. And then it was started raining. Like whoever was freaking me out knew about conductive 
Yeah, but they didn't know that it was like a battery mm-hmm. pack right. and not <laughs> yeah. not an electrical socket in your right. feet. Yeah, <laughs> they knew a lot, but not enough. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was the early '90s, so n- who knew much of anything back then? Yeah, super true. Wow. Okay. Well, I more reasons to just never go outside, but also you're not safe inside. So I uh-huh. guess you're I'll- safer. You're well, safer, I'll yeah. Just mm-hmm. die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably I, be fine. Like I guarantee you, you will die. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's uh, gonna die. It's just a matter of how, right? Uh, and we can't be too picky. Mm-hmm. I can. Anyway, have a great night, everyone. We'll see you next <laughs> month with a fresh episode of Maybe. Of <laughs> yeah, if we survive. Maybe. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Fucking bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers. Cheers.